If you want to start monetizing your podcast, sign up for Podmetrics. Head to podmetrics.co and use the code THECREATORLIFE when you sign up. That's podmetrics.co and use the code THECREATORLIFE. The company Cebu has now moved to its new location in Cebu IT Park. It is now located at the 8th floor of the Mabuhay Tower. You can check out the awesome new space there or their Mandawe branch. You can also take advantage of their other spaces in Japan, Singapore, Bangkok, and Hawaii if you become a member. You can book a visit through bit.ly slash tccvisit and use the promo code GREATERLIFE50. That's bit.ly slash tccvisit with the promo code GREATERLIFE50. This lets them know that I sent you. For more info, check them out at thecompany.ph or through Facebook and Instagram at The Company Cebu. Thank you so much to The Company Cebu for sponsoring the podcast. I'm just gonna show a random Starbucks cup. Just had I had coffee today, my my weekly dose, <laughs> basically. Oh, it's good that your coffee is weekly. Yeah, that's I, like a pretty. It's a drastic improvement <laughs> from. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's like the first time. I think when I interviewed you the first time, I was still doing it every day. I, so... I don't remember, but. Yeah, I didn't. I, knew, I didn't mention I it. You were a, yeah, I, I didn't mention it. I didn't mention it. I already it. knew that you were a big coffee fan. So yeah, but yeah, it, it's all thanks to the pandemic because I think <laughs> I think after I got home from Japan, I like had two weeks of no coffee, so that was a pure palate cleanser. But I think I had Jollibee. Yeah, I had Jollibee because I think everyone wanted Jollibee in because. All of us workmates, we were sent home together, like those who were still in Japan before the uh. quarantine started. So we were sent home, and then all of us were in the same hotel for two weeks. And then I think someone p- brought up the point that you can order Jollibee, and so yeah, we ordered Jollibee. It's <laughs> fine, Jollibee uh, every now and then is not a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, especially especially when you've had. Three months basically of not having Jollibee because it's not in Japan. Yeah, yeah, it's not in it's not in Japan. No, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> what What did you miss when you were in Japan? Like, what specific food did you miss? You mean like Filipino food? I mean any. Like, there's still food there that's not necessarily Filipino, but you won't see it in Japan. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Let me think. What what did I miss? Japan feels like, like such a long time ago, but it was just like a couple of weeks ago. Uh, <laughs> uh, time. What did I miss? Um, well, when it comes to Filipino food, I didn't really have a, la- uh, 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 a lack of it because there was uh, this Filipino all-you-can-eat restaurant uh, owned by Filipinos in um, the Rokongi area. So, you know, if we ever crave for... Filipino food, we would just like eat unlimited like <laughs> spring rolls or <laughs> or like chop soy, you know. So um, it wasn't too hard to find like Filipino food. Um, but what I did miss, oh, I missed puso. I missed like uh, barbecue by the beach or like and like puso, like you know, like hand food, yeah, and. And um, the typical Filipino salty food, you know, with like you just 
dunk the puso in the soy sauce and then, you know, you, you ate the grilled fish or the grilled um, barbecue with like our semi-sweet sauces. So, uh, yeah, I, I miss that. That, 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 that experience um, you can only get at home. So, yeah, I miss that, especially. I'm actually in the reverse stage. Like I'm I'm in the complete opposite phase where I miss Japanese food because I haven't eaten any like takeout. Like I wouldn't oh. I wouldn't like take out take home ramen. No, I wouldn't do that because you kind of lose the cuz you have to prepare it yourself. And so if you suck at preparing stuff, then that's going to affect the final output of your ramen. So I didn't want to bother. <laughs> right, right. I agree. Like, um, I I also don't want to like make my own Japanese food because I know if I'll 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 fuck it up. Sorry, PG. Yay! Um, <laughs> I didn't start. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> but like here in Cebu, I mean, I love Tongara ramen. Tongara ramen in Escario Central. Like, okay, I'm not being paid. Hashtag ad. Neither is Julian. It's no. not being paid. No. But, like, Tongara ramen is the best in Cebu for me. Like, they're they're super reliable. They're, they always have stock. They always welcome you with open arms despite the pandemic. So, um, visit Tongara ramen. <laughs> yeah, I think. <laughs> or take out. Or do take out. I th- yeah, I think it's them in Escario Central. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, it's right. them. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, like e- food panda. And, yeah. Know, like ever since I got back the first time from Japan, it's like okay, Japanese food or like higher standards. I can't eat cheap Japanese food anymore without comparing. It's so hard. <laughs> I I don't know. Like I I I agree. There really is. So so the thing about Japan is um, you never get bad quality food like no matter where you go you never get a uh, bad quality food um it's always even though if it's like some izakaya that isn't really you know like five star or any reviews place with reviews like nothing but like if you just walk in and then you eat it's always a good experience i mean aside from like let's say if you're somebody who's not into raw food then of course, you won't have a good time if you're gonna eat raw food. But in terms of just the quality of the dish, it's always it's always good. But like to be honest, sometimes you know I was I, I've been there I was there for like ten months, right? Like it should have been a year, but COVID happened, so delayed. So only ten months, but it was more than enough. Like I actually felt that okay, I need some like. I need some oily, grimy hand food now. Like <laughs> everything is too sterile. <laughs> <laughs> After a while, you know, I I'm I'm like, okay, I'm a Filipino at heart. Like, give me my puso and soy sauce and barbecue. <laughs> like, like, I I uh, I can I'm 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 good. Like, thank you. But you know, I'm not being not being ungrateful. But um, that was just the feeling after a while. I mean, to be fair, 10 months is a long time. Whenever I'm there, like, max three months. So it's not as long. I don't feel sick of Japanese food. So I think between the first and the second time, I avoided 
Japanese food altogether. <laughs> Didn't really want to bother eating. So I ate everything else, like dim sum. Especially dim sum. Ah, oh. oh, dim sum. Okay. Okay, let's begin the episode. That was just a cold open, guys. We were already talking about food. Good thing we got yeah, that out of the it's way. Like, it's the perfect time to because I'm hungry. Gosh. Oh, did I spur your hunger again? Oh, boy. Yeah. You know, Sorry. it's fine. It's too late to eat solid food. I'll just, like, wait for tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, where you can eat more, apparently. Yeah, when I can eat more, yeah. <laughs> okay, let's, let's begin in three, two, one, go. Welcome to The Creator Life with Julian CB. That's me. It's a podcast that makes sense of how different people live their lives as creators. Main episodes come out on Fridays and Creative Tidbits episodes pop up on Wednesdays. Follow the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or whatever you use to listen to podcasts. If you're on Apple Podcasts, leaving a rating and review on this podcast really helps me out. Here's the episode. No intro again. So fun. I don't have to do it anymore. Oh, hey, that's nice. Okay. <laughs> I haven't done it for a year now. That's oh. cool. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Because I found a way to make it. Yeah, it's it. It got tiring and makes the recordings longer. So you found anyway. a way to chop it up. Yes. Okay. I'll start the episode now. Sure. Hi guys, it's been a while. Hope you've enjoyed all those bookshelf conversations episodes. Those were a lot of fun. I got to talk to different kinds of authors from comic book writers to uh, someone who wrote about LGBTQ and religion in one book because it was a personal experience and about e-commerce. Anyway, my guest for this episode, she's back, fresh from the... Land of the Rising Sun, and probably not fresh anymore because she looks more stressed than ever. It's Ashley Oye. Welcome back to the show. <laughs> Thanks for having me at my uh, uh, most unglamorous <laughs> state uh, by uh, by far in your history of um, of our podcast history together. <laughs> yep, and too bad they won't see a lick of it. <laughs> first off how are you i've noticed when you got back it's like okay it's like you never left cebu or the philippines for that number it's like you paused then you moved to japan then you came back and it's like nothing really ever changed you're still doing pretty much most of the same things that you've been doing before you went into your course so how are you (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know why there was an expectation that I wouldn't, I would be stopped, <laughs> I would stop doing what I normally did. Um, but um, I'm all right. I'm, I'm super grateful, like the whole experience and, and you know, having a job right after. Um, it was like, it's a super, it's a super good thing that I never, and I, I honestly didn't plan for things to, you know, 
happened this way. Um, so it's like I'm super grateful that all of it is happening, and and I'm even at a company where I thought that you know like this is the next step for me to like you know continue on the path that I planned to take from the very beginning. Um, so you know like super blessed that, that things are working out, and you know despite the pandemic, like most of the family is safe, most of the friend group is safe, um, and um, yeah, it was just. It's it's thank God. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna split split up your talking about the two experiences you have you've had while you were not in the country. First is your MBA experience, and the second is your Japan experience. I consider them kind of separate, although they're gonna be intertwined because you know you're just with your you know classmates or stuff. So yeah. But before we get into that, because uh, this was this was fairly recent, so might as well get into this. Just as I thought that you were already having a lot on your plate, then you add being a mentor for Startup Island, not PH. <laughs> oh, they announced that. Is they it announced did. already? Yeah, they did. Oh, Joy posted. I didn't know. It. You didn't. Oh, really? <laughs> Gosh, Aww. so I dropped the bomb. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I, they announced it. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> that's, why I, that's, that's why I posted. Because, like, I posted on Facebook. You probably didn't see it because based on your reaction. I, I, I don't, I have, I've never checked. I only check Messenger for, like, five minutes in a day. Yeah. Um, and so, if ever I reply to you, then you're special. And for those who I haven't replied to yet, I'm sorry. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, yeah. So, so wow, okay, they announced yeah, so it. Yeah, so they know. they already okay. announced it as of today. I think Joy dropped the post from the startup Island PH group uh, page, so it's there now. So yeah, how does it feel to be even busier than <laughs> I? I thought you were already referring to that, but I guess you're gonna be way busier. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it was. Um... You know, I, I love, you know, you guys, you guys know, like you and, and whoever is listening, you know, know I love the Philippines and know how I feel about like the ecosystem and startups and things like that. So um, it's just not, it wasn't too hard to say yes to to be a mentor again. And plus it's like, what, one day, like one day of, of me and a few hours of me working with like um, new entrepreneurs and on top of that, like helping BTI, who's already done so much for the local eco- ecosystem. So like... Might you know just say hi, I'm back. I'm glad to be back. I haven't been back for like ten months, so <laughs> <laughs> so might as well you know like help out every now and then. But I think yeah, definitely after um, after startup uh, island, I- I'm gonna take a break from doing other things aside from work. So um, just to recharge and be human again, I think. Um, yeah, that's gonna happen because I think before Startup Island Mixer, uh, like just this weekend, like the weekend that passed, I think I did um, Startup Weekend Online Pacific Islands. So I did. Uh, I was a facilitator for two days for Startup Weekend Online for um, uh, Pacific Islands. So that's like Fiji, Tonga, uh, Vanuatu, Solomon Islands. Uh, that 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 group of um, you know that group of countries. 
So um, that, and then, you know, I'm doing Startup Island uh, Mixer, but that's still at the end of October. So like my session will be at the end of October. So I'll still have a few weeks to have weekends to myself. So <laughs> that's... <laughs> I am just laughing in awe. I am still amazed. Like I met you two years ago and... Even now, I'm still amazed. Like, how on earth do you do all of this? I mean, you already told me your secret during that first episode. Anyway, go listen to that episode to know that secret, whatever that was. But then, I'm still in awe that you are able to do all these things despite the fact that, okay, you just jumped into another job. You just got back from Japan. And my mind is exploding. And I'm really in awe of (laughs) all the things that you're doing. And even finding the time to record this podcast, which is like, how on earth is she doing this? <laughs> she could have said no, and I would have understood because you, you just got back and you got a new job and everything. <laughs> so I really appreciate it. <laughs> no, it's it's fine. I mean, we're friends. And then, you know, I'm, I'm like super grateful for the stuff that you do too. So at least I can do is support you, right? Like Yeah. And, you know, like, sometimes I also wonder, like, oh, why, why the hell am I doing this? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I'm, I'm, at, I'm in awe of myself as well, <laughs> most of the time. Yeah. I'm like, oh, what? oh, Ashley, what? Why? Why? <laughs> I mean, to be fair, Japan for you was a mix of your studies and exploring Japan. Yeah. So it's kind of has a different effect on your psyche in your mind unlike you know the usual grind of the job and doing all these stuff and it's a different mindset so i get that it's kind of a refresher but at the same time when you end it when you finish that it's like okay you're just going back to <laughs> all the things i was doing before then so oh. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, well, to be fair, like I didn't really entirely stop um, all the all the activities that I was doing uh, when I moved, right? Like, um, wh- while I was in Japan, I was still actively doing Startup Digest Philippines curator work. So, you know, the bi-monthly newsletter that we would send out. I was still doing that. I was still volunteering for Product PH as a writer. So I was still contributing to their blog. Um, so it's it wasn't as if I was completely, uh, you know, ejected from the local ecosystem. Uh, so that's why, like, coming back, it wasn't too difficult to get back into things either because, yeah. well, like, I never really stopped. And to be fair, it's not like the internet <laughs> never stopped. It's just there. Yeah, yeah. And then I think we even, like, yeah, we recorded an episode with Liz while I was in Japan. So. Oh, oh, it's not the only one, remember? I think we had our own conversation because because oh, yeah, someone yeah, someone decided a, to sleep. No, I'm just kidding. She 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 overslept. I I I what? I'm not I'm not too bitter about that. <laughs> yeah, no, that was fine. That was a yeah, nice catch up. Yeah. Which is why so just not like an episode, but yeah, like it so was a nice you, catch You up. won't hear that conversation. <laughs> Sorry, guys. That was... Because that wasn't planned at all, right? Like, we really planned for the podcast. So... No, no. Well, instead of freeing that up or anything, might as well catch up with Ashley because that, that very busy human being. Yeah, she just that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well... 
the MBA also well, wasn't um, yeah, a walk to in be the park. So. <laughs> it's not it's not something you can just like okay, I can just waltz through in. No, why do you think you had to like move? <laughs> you really had to pronounce that. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna be doing this kind of thing for the next X amount of time. So yeah, I won't be doing as much of this for now. But yeah, based on what you said, you never really yeah. left. You're just there, just seeing everything. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, just I just did a little bit um, compared to like you know like you know moving. So yeah, I I never really left. But I definitely yeah I announced to the community that I would be stepping back. Um, yeah, because the no. MBA wasn't easy. It was. Freaking Japanese MBA, so you know, like there were points where I cried. So it was, it was pretty hard. Yeah. <laughs> it was ten months in Japan, right? But you started like well, yeah. like months before with the program, right? Yeah, yeah. So essentially, it was a twelve-month program, like a one-year program. Um, and I started in September, and we technically ended it in. No, I started in September. We ended at the tail end of August. Um, so not not even like completely like one year anniversary, but so it was a compressed MBA program, and we did like from from September for September. Uh, I I just did it here at home until uh, we managed to fly out in October last year to to Japan. So yeah. And then, like, there were things called like pre-matriculation courses, like courses before the main courses. So that happened in August. So August was like the prep courses, and then September was the start of the actual courses, and then October was when we flew out uh, into to Japan and into exams. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I think I, I think I got a glimpse of your adventure <laughs> going to japan it's like okay yeah this is, traveling during a pandemic is a pain in the butt i like i just wish this was over already because like i, I really want to go somewhere else that's not cebu mandawe lapu-lapu <laughs> i want to go out <laughs> even for just like a few days i don't know i'm kind of you know on on the one hand, I'm grateful for work from home, but at the same time, I want to go out for a bit. I don't want to just stay here all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tell me about it. I was already reaching my uh, capacity of staying at home like two months into the lockdown last year. So <laughs> I I am not an indoor person. So like yeah <laughs> traveling but but yes to, to to follow that first statement traveling during a pandemic uh internationally nonetheless um it's, it's not fun it's not uh it's not easy it's not fun um but you know kudos though to at least my trip going back home um yes there was still a lot of pcr tests yes there was a lot of documents but it seemed like from our end here um the PAL, at least the PAL staff and the airport ground staff like knew what to do. So I didn't have to like wait for so many hours for things to happen. Like for as long as I had my documents ready, they kind of process you pretty quickly uh, when you're at the airport already. So it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. 
Um, but it's still not as, you know, carefree as the usual travel without the pandemic. So there, yeah. there is still like, that. I saw some videos and pictures of like the airport in Narita. I saw it and it's like, and I've been there. So I know I can compare. So when I saw it, it was like, oh, this is so sad. This used to have a, a lot of people. Like, a lot of people, including the ones in their mall slash food place kind of thing. So, when they saw it there, it's like, oh, this yeah. is so sad. Like, seeing an empty airport. Like, ugh. Yeah, it's pretty empty. Yeah, when we were, when I was there and sending people off. I mean, other than, I mean, there were still people. Um, but yeah, compared to non-COVID times, there's definitely significantly less people uh, compared to like non-COVID times. I assume, like I've never been there non-COVID times, so um, I don't really know. But like, from what people have told me, then yes, it's significantly uh, less people than, than, than pre-COVID. So yeah, that's, I mean, what, it that's is. what it is. And it to is think that an Olympics just happened. Yeah, Olympics. The Olympics was pretty neat um, to kind of sort of see because so the dorms that we live in was a government subsidized dorm. So I was a government scholar. So where I stayed was um, this government academic park facility um, in this like reclaimed island beside uh, in the near Tokyo Bay called like Odaiba. And so yeah, and so a lot of the um, Olympic activities, like the Olympic like fan park, like it's a park where they have like booths and whatnot from different sponsors that are open to the public, and like the like I don't know what sport it's called, the speed climbing um, sport. Uh, so we we got to see some of that from our dormitory. And like walking around within the reclaimed island, like so we saw Olympic um, volunteers walking around. I may we may have seen athletes, but you're not really sure <laughs> because you know they don't walk around with like yeah. athletes. I mean, on their they're not shirt, supposed to so. even like <laughs> go out too far, or or else they, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like you know, we were so close to. Um, the stadiums where some events would be happening that we probably bumped into a few athletes because there were there was like an influx of um, non-Japanese people in the island when um, the Olympics happened. So, but but I, I don't know, like you you can't really tell anyone apart with all the masks and and you know social distancing and whatnot. So. You know, so we didn't really get the full, you know, Olympic experience, but yeah, it's pretty cool to see from a distance. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> probably for the best because you know, they, the organizers had to make sure that the Olympics would go as smoothly as they can make it. Yeah, I mean, they did what they could with with the situation they had. So, and then now it's done. Yeah, so now they have to pay done. debts and stuff <laughs> and everything. <laughs> That's, oh, the, oh, I mean, Japan's, Japan's fine, Japan's, but Japan's all, always been in. Japan's been in debt yeah. for a long time, so. But I mean, they have. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, they they will they will they're, they're wonderful yeah. people. They're an amazing people. They're, they're probably better off than you know where we are now. But I'm not gonna talk about politics here because that's just bad vibes. Go away, 
and it's about to get worse. So, okay, <laughs> to get the places have their yeah. pros and cons. So, um, yeah, well, that's for I another podcast. Uh, <laughs> like, I would, I would rather just be a guest on a podcast that talks about politics, and then like, if they, if they were, if they are willing to accept like people who are just <clears throat> wanting to observe. Philippine politics, but I don't think that's really good for a Philippine politics podcast because it has to be like very knowledgeable or something <laughs> like that. We'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll yeah, see. We'll a, see where that goes. Yeah, yeah we'll see where that goes. Getting away from like the MBA side and then like you know the stuff, the Olympics. So, where have you gone to? Like you've been to. Basically, a lot more places than I have. I'm so jealous. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, in, uh, in terms of like uh, domestic travel in Japan, at least at the time that I was, um, until now maybe, it was very, uh, very easy to go around domestically. Um, there would be some social stigma, especially if you're from Tokyo. So people from the more provincial areas, you know, don't really, because all the COVID spikes are from Tokyo. So, um, you know, like you may be uh, looked at funny if you're from Tokyo and then you go to the rural areas. But fortunately, I never really experienced those kinds of experiences. Everyone I've met has been like super, super nice to me. So like that's that's a really good thing. to Another blessing to count. Um, so I, yeah, I've been around. I fortunately made um, really good friends with like with classmates who also love to travel. So I didn't really need to um, think so hard about where to go because I would just go where they went and help organize the trips in detail um, once they have an idea of where to go. So I went on a basically on I went on a road trip around the whole Kyushu region. I kind of like went, was it, was it west or east, east Hokkaido? So I went in Hokkaido too. Uh, so I went to Kyushu, I went to Hokkaido, I went to Ehime. Like we went biking um, near Hiroshima. Um, and then, you know, typical Tokyo and then went around Chiba and then went also to the, some places within the middle of the country, like Nagano, passed by Niigata passed by like we went through the Japanese Alps um, so that was in Kamikochi and in the middle we also went to Gifu you know like, just just a bunch of many places because yeah I, I made uh, I was fortunate enough to meet nice people and and good friends who kind of took me along and was willing to deal with me <laughs> uh, I can imagine <laughs> bringing me along to these <laughs> yeah. yeah and um like school as well uh well school allowed us these pockets of of time to be able to plan things um although they were really good at keeping us occupied <laughs> but <laughs> they're really good at keeping us occupied but for as long as we you know weren't stupid with our time management uh we could make time to go around and make the most out of the year because many of my friend group um, uh, who, who, you know, were frequent travelers, they are two-year students. So our program had two different programs, um, one-year students and two-year students. So one-year students are 
uh, and and both students get the same you know MBA diploma at the end, but the length of time that they spend on the program is just longer. So I'm a one year student because I'm a scholar, and the scholarship only covers um, one year. Um, but the two year students are often uh, under a different kind of scholarship, or they're self funded, and we all basically go through the same thing in the first year. But in the second year, um, the two year students get to go on like international exchange or like, like or or double degree programs or focus more on internships so it's a lot more customized for their needs uh for their you know future career needs if they're a two-year student so my friend group who um you know would i would go around traveling with they were mostly two-year students who had plans to do like either an exchange or a double degree um in another country for the second year so um, two of them are now in the States and one of them will, will be hopefully given like international restrictions, will be hopefully in London um, next, by, by January next year. Um, and so they were just as incentivized as me to make the most out of the year we had together in Japan. Um, and that's why we you know, went uh, to as many yeah. places as possible considering the schedule. Um, because of those commitments so like you know shout out to my friend group <laughs> if you're there and there's not much tourists and it's kind of like an advantage because normally when before all the covid times it would be you'd really have to plan out like to the point where you'd know your specific times and everything because of you know, yeah. like schedules of the places and all. Yeah, that's it's true in principle, and it's true for many outdoor, uh, outdoor sites. But you gotta remember, um, so it's COVID, so things are closed. So like, you go to some place expecting it to be like a you know a nice market oh, yeah, or true, like an, uh, a classic looking like a classic looking tiny village but then you get there and it's like oh why is it so quiet oh why is it so dark because it's closed because it's covid so that's also one thing too um but it's true like the outdoor um like castles or 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 sites or like mountain trails like generally have less people because it's covid so nobody's traveling but um surprisingly like one one thing is that yeah things are closed and another thing is because um international travel is not very popular anymore but local travel is so there's so many domestic travelers so there is still a lot of people not as many not as much as not as much as if international travel was open but there are still many domestic travelers who are taking advantage of all the discounts and and you know just opportunity that they can you just go to the place without so much of a fuss so it's some places like the japanese alps that i mentioned to you just now that that's that's a lot of people i can imagine yeah it's like a flood (laughs) of people so so you wonder like oh right pandemic yeah there's a (laughs) pandemic what what am i looking here (laughs) yeah i'm like that well i mean yeah, like there is there's a pandemic, like there's so, but you know, everyone's wearing masks and, and whatnot. Um, but like, you know, you just think oh, like what what pandemic? Like it's just so many people. I even think that they're kinda 
I don't know if they're kind of happy or what. Because, like, you know, sometimes the locals don't really like, you know, when the foreigners are being crazy enough to, you know, disrespect the culture and everything. So, like, they're kind of happy that they're not there, but I'm not really sure if that's the general sentiment. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure if that's the general sentiment either because you can really see that the tourism industry is suffering um, in, in Japan. Anyway, it is, it's suffering everywhere, um, same as here in the Philippines. But um, yeah, but but like to kind of like follow on that like initial uh, statement about people may be happy. I don't know, but definitely the oh, business yeah, owners are sad. They're, they're, the, <laughs> they're the saddest of all. Yeah, like, like the tourism like for example, you would go to a temple, right? And the temple has uh, surrounding the temple would have like small shops, small like snack stores or whatever. Um, most of them are closed um, because you know, or or they would close early, and and there just wouldn't be enough you know revenue to to just make ends meet sometimes. And so, without the international tourists, like you know, the, just there's just in the income of these. Um, small like snack shops these small like doodad shop it's just like locals wouldn't want to buy that stuff because it's normal for them to have them so that's also kind of like the, the, the sad part of, of and it's same same here in the philippines you know just suffering all around but but similar to the Philippines, I think Japan's Starbucks stores are still full of people it's like okay I, th- I think Starbucks is doing fine like generally speaking yeah Ugh. Yeah, yeah. Starbucks, Starbucks is yeah. A lot of people, and considering there are a thousand of them in Japan, so like, oh, there's still a lot of people. In yeah, Starbucks. I wouldn't be surprised. Like when I when I used to go there in the morning, there would be like a line, like literally before the Starbucks would open, there would be a line outside. Like let's say it's it's closed because of an electronic door behind it, so there's a Starbucks door. And then there would be a line outside. Yeah. So I would line with them. And yeah, wait for the door to open. Because I think it was early. I woke up early that day. So yeah. Fortunately, I haven't seen that yet. Uh, fortunately, I didn't see that in, in Japan. But like, yeah, Starbucks yeah. is full. I mean, but I mean, to be fair, I, yeah, to <laughs> so be fair, I was in, like, in the middle of Tokyo. So that's probably more probable in you know in the populous areas of like in the middle of Tokyo so and you know you went there yeah so. so I can't really funny how my third time would be like it's like a mix COVID's already here but kind of not because you know when when I was there last time there was this you know this cruise ship that carried the COVID positive and then like some went out and then you know oh, yeah, it right. kind of started spreading but not yeah but not really started. because yeah. when I was going around I was still not wearing a mask so <laughs> not no panic yet yeah 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 but then, yeah well, Japan Japan was, was was nice it was alright there are things that you like about it there are things you don't like about Definitely. it but the general experience was yeah. was was I'm grateful <laughs> that I had it I mean <laughs> The last thing you would stress about there is your daily life there. Because usually it's just fine. But you would stress about the things you would actually stress about there. <laughs> like, for it depends, really. Uh, 
like, give me an example. For my case, the only things I would be stressed about, like my actual work, because getting there, okay, I'll just walk there or bus there. I have options. Here I have options, but they're they're all bad. <laughs> there I have options, but they're great, good to great. Like the worst case is what walking, and it's very nice to walk around in Japan. Whereas here, walk here, okay, good luck dealing with all the potholes, with all the small sidewalks or the road itself. So yeah, okay, I get yeah. what you mean. Yeah, that's like true. you don't worry about the <laughs> yeah, small stuff, like the things you shouldn't be really worried about and just worry about the things you're actually going to be worried about <laughs> yeah yeah okay I get like, yeah I get where you're probably like when, yeah. when you want to <laughs> eat you have options you can cook because you know cook or order outside it's not that far because all the foods are really near and everything so yeah I mean everything yeah. is pretty much kind of organized there compared to here it's like there's a house beside a shop beside another house it's like okay I don't understand <laughs> oh well I'm not gonna talk about the Philippines I... okay n- nothing further <laughs> yeah speaking of time management we are saying it earlier it's like I think I've, I've already said yeah. that I'm in awe of your amazing time management mojo i'm just gonna say that because i i don't i don't think it's just a skill although yeah you can learn it but then there's something like when i do time management i would just mostly be okay it would mostly be fine but (laughs) it's only when i don't do it when it's like okay it's all all hell breaks loose (laughs) but when i see you do it it's like okay how do you do this you you have a job you have startup and then you have these other things that I don't know about and it's like oh my gosh how are you doing this and it's like so amazing so like are you still following those principles that you've told me two years ago or have they changed because of everything no it's still the same <laughs> yeah no it's still the same so the same um same same uh, system going yeah. on in the background and um you know same same two apps i don't know if i talk i think i talked about yeah. that in the first might uh, have to check that podcast, if you did. But like, we'll see <laughs> yeah i have to check that i'm pretty sure i mentioned it um but yeah it's the same system as before it's always been the same it's like setting up the system is easy it's actually you know following it and being disciplined about it which is the hard part so um yeah, the, the system running in the background is still the same. Um, same as in Japan. Uh, I also still just follow the same system. Um, it's just a matter of juggling. Like, you know, what do you find important? Um, yeah, and it's like a give. A, it's a trade-off thing. Like, oh, if you're gonna spend extra time in this like drinking session, then you're gonna have to give up Yay. some homework time, or you're gonna have to give up some sleeping time so like are you are you Ashley are you sure you want to do that it's like you have a lot of prompts in your head like the windows kinds of prompts like are you sure you're gonna do this and then you press and then another prompt comes until they all yeah yes no until you get tired you're just gonna say no and then just like not do it it's a like you know the more conscious you are about your choices I guess like 
like I, I obviously like I, I'm not it's not it's not perfect like there are there are things that I need to have done but I haven't done them yet so there are you know tasks like that but uh, in general one is not to be too hard on yourself but like two it's to actually stick to your own system um and and, and consciously make decisions that you know support the system that you said you would follow so <laughs> in the end like that's that's really it <laughs> it's kind of like software in a way yeah. like yes building it and making sure that it works the first time is easy it's when it's there and it's maintaining it it's kind of uh, alive and running it's like it's like it's like when when it goes yeah. into maintenance mode it's like you kind of worry because at any point in time you could be called because of this and that so it's like i thought i let you go already but i can't because you called me back <laughs> yeah it's that yeah. kind of thing yeah and then only, only, yeah, only this time it's your own life, so it's not yeah. a software you can just forget about. I mean, it's it's even harder <laughs> if it's your life because you know, you won't realize that you made a grave mistake until like what later in your life, like you know when you were when you were a kid. Yeah, and then and then you can't just reset. It's like when we were kids, and they're like, I don't want to sleep early, blah blah blah. And now it's like, oh, I want to sleep. Where is that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah because it's usually yeah. what we sacrifice especially if you're a software dev it's sleep <laughs> mm. yeah and it's funny because you know the, the job has uh, yeah. brain work needed and sleep is one of the surefire ways to yeah. make sure your brain still works um, yeah. so it's kind of shooting ourselves in the foot there if we don't take care yep. of the brain and- there at, at, at least i feel like we're oh we we came out okay it's like for me it's like eight years plus in <laughs> in the company i mean it's like okay i'm still relatively fine for the most part even though i did that one week of uh overtime for like going home at 3 a.m 4 a.m so i i think yeah, yeah. we have those phases oh, life yeah, I guess that's it. Thank you so much, Ashley, for yeah, being in this episode. Okay. I really appreciate Aww. the catch up. Like we've done one before you were about to I think before, during and after. So it's uh, very very although the before was like way before because I think the last time we had it was I think it was at a coffee bean. So didn't really I no 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 no. No. Yeah, I did I did get you before. Like, I think we were talking about the startup ecosystem. Yeah. Yeah. And that was before the pandemic. So, like, yeah. okay. That that went well-ish. Because it was badly timed. You know, pandemic. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's yeah, all right. Yeah. It's so, okay. yeah. So, it was before, yeah. during, after. And <laughs> it's amazing. You're amazing. <laughs> hey oh thanks for inviting me yeah. and asking me and you know still thinking i'm relevant well you're relevant <laughs> yeah thanks, i mean yeah appreciate I, I, it I, I, don't, I don't think you need to plug anything because basically everything you need to know 
Yes, and maybe AshleyOy.com, which I don't, I don't think she has updated that for a while, even though... Oh, I have. Um, yeah, well, not not my bio I have updated, but yeah. no, no new blog posts uh, yeah. has it played, yeah. unfortunately. Which is why I wondered, I, I was so, wondering I mean, why Joy I shared gotta... that detail. It's all right. My uh, AshleyOy.com is still very much something I intend to, you know, to, to yeah. keep up Probably not now so. with all everything <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> going on. Yeah, 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 with everything going on. We'll, we'll see. see. We'll see what my uh, time management we'll allows. We'll see about that. Okay, probably plug now. So, podcast updates and behind the scenes are on social media. That's Creator Life Pod, Creator Life POD on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also follow me personally on social media and see me uh, crave for more Japanese food. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see where that goes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you had as much fun listening to it as we did record this. So until the next time, enjoy your tech, enjoy your coffee, enjoy life, and stay safe, everyone. We're still in a pandemic. Bye! Bye, guys.